Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. And welcome to another Dr. Drew After Dark. I can't believe I'm still doing these, but yes, by popular demand, I still am. And uh, I went through, uh, I feel like I've uh, progressed. I did an entire Dr. After Dark without covering my face with my hands, which is a sign that I was not as quite as ashamed as I normally am. So things have tamed down a little bit here, which uh, if that's a problem for you all, you should write us at drdrewafterdark at gmail. Also, don't forget to send your voice messages to 818-253-1693. And uh, one of these days we're going to figure out a way to, for you to call that number during the filming of this thing. So we will figure that out. Um, also a reminder, the t-shirts are still available at merchmethod.com slash Segura. Uh, evidently, I said you shouldn't prolapse your anus, and I'll stand by that. You shouldn't. Uh, having said that, uh, literally by popular demand, literally the, the viewers and listeners have demanded, and we oblige, and we bring you Josh Potter. Hello. Josh, how are you? I, I can't believe I'm so on demand. Well, you're the one that produced this segment with all the different <laughs> emails and, and uh, voice messages that uh, were directed either to you or to your problem. Yes. Um, why don't we... Let's dispense with that at first, because you only tilted it at me. You, know, you showed me a little bit about it when I think it was on your mom's house last That's time. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nature of the problem, sir. Well, I can uh, perform the sexual act, but I can't uh, have the punctuation at the end. If with a person. With a person, whether it be oral, vaginal, anal, it doesn't matter. It has to be done by myself at the end. But you, but by yourself, if you were by yourself, right? how long are we talking? As 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 shorter as long as I want, really. It's you're, the you're presence a, of another person. Wait a minute, you're a ninja by yourself. I can be if I if I require it. Oh, I did not pick this up last time. Yeah, I can. Now, is that ninja? I've never really had a problem when it comes to by myself in terms of length. Oh, see, I, last time we spoke, you said eh, ten minutes, something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I like to stretch it out sometimes. Okay, I but mean, you I treat myself. Yeah, I understand. You you want to be not good to yourself, but yeah, but. but uh, you don't... You know, the house is burning down. You got to get out. You know, I could crank one out pretty quick, probably, you know? Yeah, you don't want to You don't want to waste one. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, the, the ninja is a special type, though. That's The ninja is not everybody. In terms and of what do you mean by ninja? Like, the ninja is, is not... The ninja is not usually the person that has uh, delay. Uh, the ninja usually retains his powers, even when he's with a person. Hmm. Um, so the, you're, you're an extra interesting, uh, specimen now. We didn't realize wow. this. Yeah. So, but, but it, the, the good, <laughs> you knew it all along, right? <laughs> but, but the, the interest, the good part of being a ninja is if you need to finish yourself, you certainly can, it's right? true, yes. And you can do it like a ninja on demand. Right. Unless, uh, but here's where the difficult part comes in. Cause that would just make it fine. I feel like, but when there's another person in the room or the, in the act, then I'm not a ninja when it comes to finishing myself. Oh, it still long, takes a little while. How yeah. long are we talking? It depends. I and mean, have you ever been in a long-term relationship? Yeah, a few. And those long ones, stay, same thing keeps happening? Same thing keeps happening. The only times that it's happened is twice ever, and it was both one-night stands. What do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe just it being no consequences, although there are consequences, obviously, to a one-night stand. But in terms wait, wait, of... No consequences. Yeah, meaning That's like an interesting uh, thing to say. There's no impact in terms of their opinion of me. <laughs> so, so there are no stakes. There's no yeah, stakes there's no stakes. There's no skin in the game. Right, and so your anxiety comes from what are they going to think of me? Maybe yeah. Or what do they think of me? Mm-hmm. But it's a long term relationship. You should sort of know that already. Right, but then there's other elements. I feel like I get bored in a long term relationship, or there's not as it's not as exciting after a while. You know. Usually that's uh, what happens. I drift away a lot during sex, too. I'm, like, somewhere else. So. <laughs> son, son, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's probably a lot that has to do with that I figured out through people, like, you know, sharing their issues and yeah. what they have and? experienced. And so I think it's a, probably a corpaconia or, or a cornucopia of things yes. inside of here. Give me, just show me the horn of plenty. Just show me a couple I things. I think it has to do with, obviously all the things we've talked about already, but also the fact that I, I don't know. I just, when I start to get into a relationship, I start losing, uh, desire, interest, desire and interest, even though I could still like 
be in love with the person emotionally. Do you, do you have a trauma history? I don't. I don't think so, unless I've completely... Because I am very open and honest about bad things that have happened to me and things like that. Give me but, an example of bad things that happened to you. I mean, I've been arrested. I've been... Uh, I've, I've had multiple eye surgeries, things like that, but... Uh, but no, one, I, no if I, physically or sexually. Also, I'm like a degenerate that I'm completely like open about that. Like I hey, love that? drugs and partying and I do like uh, weird sex stuff, but nothing like crazy, I don't think. I, that's is, why is I think it, I'm kind of boring. I like lesbian stuff. I mean, Are, are you not getting the weird stuff that you need? Is that... I think I do like lesbian porn. Is that weird? No, like, no. But exclusively? I, but, Would that affect... Because I see my own dick. Am I grossed out by my own dick, do you think? No. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, but I, <laughs> I don't want to give that up. But you're not going to be with lesbians. Right. That's what sucks. Because you're straight, right? I know. And they don't want to be with a straight guy. So it's watching two girls though. I get that. But, but are you getting, so you need more intensity during sex. Is that what we're saying here? Maybe. Yeah. Sometimes I, things are too vanilla. Yeah. I think it's like those one night stands where there was kind of, were you ever addicted to opiates? Yes. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah. I had a Percocet issue. Okay. That can do this. Oh, okay. And it was definitely before I had sex ever. So yeah. Yeah. The the opiate addiction can sort of suppress your ability to feel satisfied and it it just stays with you for a while. Yeah. And uh, opiate addicts are the ones that uh, do autoerotic asphyxiation. Mm, that doesn't appeal to me. Good. Don't don't even. I'm not gonna fuck with that. Yeah. Do do not. No 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 no. Because that's how people opiate addicts. That's how they die. I don't even like choking a girl. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna choke myself. Yeah. But I'm asking you for a verbal commitment right now. I will never I, do I, that. No. Thank you. Okay. No. Uh, I, the dog thinks this you is funny. Const- I'm worried about you <laughs> fucking killing yourself you here. Construct- you think that's hysterical. Listen, if it involves DIY activities, I'm not going to do okay, it. But, but, <laughs> okay, but the, I'm too but, lazy to make but, a noose. But the opiate addiction or dependency, because I'm not sure you're an addict necessarily, but the dependency can affect your arousal systems in mm. your brain. And sort of it, one of the things I my patients often complain about is they can't feel satisfied during sex. They need more intensity, more diversity, more things that wow. sort of the high of, of opiates sort of need to be kept up with in the sexual domain yeah, yeah. that that definitely rings a bell because yeah. i mean i love opiates but yeah yeah wow that's interesting so, so what, what should i do like have just crazier sex um yes with a question mark all right you're that's from a doctor <laughs> so so you you can <laughs> that's you, one prescription two cc's of weird sex well what i'm suggesting is that <laughs> maybe you need a partner who's sort of open to understanding that there needs to be a little more in, some, involved sounds good to me and there's nothing wrong with that right not and, one bit and that you <laughs> could you comfortable asking for that kind of thing i definitely feel comfortable i'm asking all of you right now out there in the world have the weirdest sex with me you can concoct in your brains. So the degenerate piece of you. Yeah. Why do we call it degenerate? I don't know. I'm just a scumbag, I think. <laughs> you know, just how I operate in general life. I'm not like mean to people. I'm a scumbag internally. Like my, I live in a, uh, like a room that's just nonsense. It's just a bed and like a candle. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't need much. So just general scumbaggery? Yeah, I suck with money. I I like to party. I don't know. Well, why why does partying make you a scumbag? I don't know. People think that. It has a negative connotation, you know, when you're out late at night after shows or when you're drinking after shows or something. I don't know. How does comedy figure into all this? I've been doing it for a while. I don't know. I just, it's my, uh, that's what I've always wanted to do. And uh, I've been doing it. I did it in Buffalo for 10 years. Uh, before I moved out here to LA, do you do you take out some of that scumbaggery on the stage? Oh the yeah, audience? yeah. Oh yeah. So, 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 so give an example of how you... I love talking about the worst shit in the world. You know, um, yeah. everything terrible, uh, and trying Why? to make a Why? joke out of that because it's so much fun to get people to laugh at those things. You know, you be- sure you're not having any trauma. I don't think so. And like I said, unless it's complete, can you be blacked out of my brain? Do I have to did, like did you, go to you, a... do you be abandoned as a child? no beaten as a child you know what's weird though i i wasn't ever abandoned but i have this weird thing like i remember distinctly my mom was running late this is like before cell phones i was a little kid and i was at swimming lessons and my mom was running late and she was like an hour late and i thought she left us there and i was having like a meltdown oh my god the humanity and the she workers was late at picking you up at swim break yeah i was like oh a four-year-old child and i thought like she wasn't coming 
I just assumed she wasn't. But that's come. interesting already that you had all these sort of abandonment fears. Yeah. Because a normal child would go, all right, let's go play in the jumble gym. Yeah, I didn't really, I don't know why, but I had like a meltdown. I, I, I like, wonder, oh, I've got an interesting question. Were mm-hmm. you left in an incubator for a long period of time because you were a premature birth? I was 100% left in an incubator. How long were you yeah. there for? I don't know how long I was in an incubator. A month, I think, maybe? Two months? It's a long time. There are theories that that can leave some really serious abandonment stuff. Whoa. Behind. Yeah. Um, and it makes sense that back yeah. then too, they didn't touch the babies mm-hmm. and they were left on machines and stuff. And my mom was like a Nazi about other people being around me when I first came home too, mm-hmm. you know, like Reasonably. don't bring your germs in, you know, she'd like look at them through the window. Yeah, like, so this know, is all early sick. intensity, early trauma stuff. Oh yeah. I think that's probably the most traumatic my life was. And I don't even remember it cause I was right. like, infant you know? right so it just it affected your trajectory of the neurological <laughs> I guess and emotional so, yeah. systems yeah weird and uh you know it's uh, it's one of the rats the scumbag yeah so 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 but but it's i i don't know why i'm feeling the abandonment thing rather significantly i hmm. I, I get that and it seems like there's some anger from that and uh and then that anger sort of you turn it on yourself as well as the audience right more so myself i don't really take it out on the audience they're well, just but, in it with me, you know? It's like, yeah, okay. It's going to be dark, but it's definitely geared towards myself, you know? Does Christina, I take it harder than they do. Does you Christina know? love you? She, I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Hi, Christina. Because the darker, <laughs> the darker, the better for her. Yeah, I think she Are does. Are you into shit so. humor or brown? Uh, that's more like, I think that's kind of silly, but uh, no, I'm just kidding. You, you I, do, along, I do enjoy it. But, you, uh, you go along with it. Yeah, for sure. That's to more make like, her happy. That's more silly for me, you know? Like, it's not. It's lightweight, lightweight stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where does your dark humor take you? Oh man, where do you want to go? Give I'm fascinated with pedophiles. Is that weird? Like, yes. um, it is weird, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and it's here's how I know like I'm not affected by the situation because I'm grossed out by just kids in general. Like mm. I think they're just, I hate them. That's back to the abandonment stuff. But anyway, yeah, I kind of hate them. I don't yeah. know why, but You're jealous. But I am. I I feel like they have a mom that loves them. This so is what I leave them in an incubator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't I I uh I'm fascinated that both like you know you could be conservative or liberal and both of those people would be like if a pedophile was brought up they'd be like oh I hope they get an adult dick in jail you know like it's the same cast them away you know there's yeah. no sympathy yes. for any you know like this is a sickness we should fix generally generally that is true of people that do terrible things that that the the general public cannot be sympathetic right and and that, that it's reasonable, right? You, it you, is for sure, a hundred percent. I get where they're coming from. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day, don't you want to eradicate it and like figure out why this is and and fix it? As well, I, I was to... talking to a white supremacist, and uh, and he was talking about this, how sick he was and how sick they all are and the horribleness of it. And I and I said, well, what do we need to do with them? And he goes, compassion. And I go, maybe too late. Mm. There, some, sometimes you just have to eradicate stuff because it's just too horrible for yeah. our, our, the rest of us. And so I don't know, you can be compassionate for a given individual that's caught in a gang and you want to get them out. And if you have the energy and they have the motivation, you make a connection with them and they can start to make their way out. It's pretty unusual. Yeah. And so sometimes you just got to put stuff. Interesting. See, I'm not on either side of the fence here. I just think these are questions that no one asks. Listen, I get to, I get to talk to these people when the door shut. My job is to be compassionate for people that have done something horrible. And uh, you can find compassion pretty easily because always their stuff is as horrible. Well, usually a lot more horrible than what they perpetrated. Now, are there pedophile? There are obviously pedophiles that don't ever act out. Yes. And those guys are sometimes treatable. And, and th- that's what I always say. It's like, hey, it's what, what I say with general with addicts that do horrible things and things, which is that I can be compassionate with you. Until it's too, until I can't, until it's up to the legal system now. Of and, course, yeah. And and then once you cross a certain line, it's like, hey, I, you could have come to me before, you didn't. It's over. I, I can't do anything. Of else. course, yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. I, I and again, I don't know why. Maybe because it's the most evil thing that there is. And you're just and that's going, why you're, I'm you're going for that. There's probably I don't know. There's probably I, worse I, out there. My I find myself obsessed with it sometimes. Why did you though? get involved with like real ritualistic abuse of children? There's horrific shit out there oh i'm sure and i've seen the kids that came well, out with the catholic stuff. you mean like catholicism and no, stuff or? i mean like the devil worshiping stuff that there used to there used to be cults out in the middle oh, of the state wow. where they would do 
horrible ritualistic shit to kids. Interesting. So Where, there's a new, what are these there's a new, <laughs> there's a new, new area of research for you. Yeah, for sure. Wow. You're going to be lost for months. Don't now. do this to me. Is no. there, is, <laughs> is there a chance that you ever would sort of, uh, go down any of these scumbag paths? No, not in terms of a pedophilia thing. Never. No, that's but not in my terms gear. Of, but your gear is no, but I, uh, I no. You have a gear. My gear, like I said, I, I don't know what it is. I watch exclusively lesbian pornography. That's right. That's and it's so vanilla. Watch. That's so plain. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. And that's really it. I I like simple things like that. These mm. things, I in terms of comedy, though, like you asked, I, uh, I like making jokes, not in terms to make light out of them, but like sometimes maybe it gets people thinking about these terrible things differently. You know, I don't know. But uh, I enjoy diving I, I would, into them. I agree with that, and I would say most comedians have said something like that to mm-hmm. me, that that they're trying to go where no one's gone to 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 right. shine a light on something or to make people think about something or think differently or go home and think about it, whatever it is. And and comedy is a is like a twist on it. So so you sure. it forces you to think about things, right? Yeah. So the things that are the the more dark, the better. I think. Uh, Give me in example. terms of exploring. I'm fascinated by your Well, I could go it could run the gamut like and it and it applies to things that have happened in my life like my parents are divorced they divorced when I was an adult so it doesn't, doesn't apply to that abandonment thing right right because I was already on my own You were already but, ba- but severely there were, traumatized by abandonment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were already elements of it in there. But no, so it could be something <laughs> as dark as that like uh in terms of like infidelity like witnessing your parents infidelity or something. Oh, did you? Not witness. I, I guess I didn't witness it firsthand but uh you know i uh i remember i found like a lipstick in a cup holder of a car and i suspected something Uh, it's interesting right yeah but i uh how have your relationships been they've been all right have they somebody cheated on you generally no No, i've never been cheated on anybody i haven't cheated on anybody like outright where i've like slept with another person but i've definitely been in the uh emotional infidelity range where it's like texting and stuff like Mm -hmm. that you know where it's like I could get away with it. Like if I got caught, it'd be like, I could explain it away, but I know what's going on. You know what I mean? I know that I was invested in that, you know? However, you didn't let it go to a place where there was a point of no return. Right. I mean, you so you were able to sort of set kind of a boundary, even though you knew you were flirting with mm, something that your partner right. wouldn't like. Right. And I definitely have like a problem with my phone when it comes to girls, mm. like uh, the texting and stuff like that. So. A problem with my phone. That's an interesting. Yeah, don't you think people a lot? I feel like a lot of people do, and they just don't recognize it. In terms of, you get like through the DM game or whatever, you get sort of a, a boost from that. You know, a the little, attention, little dopamine zing. Especially someone you know who didn't get attention from girls like in high school and shit like that. Uh-huh. So now it's like, pff, oh wow, it's like, holy shit. So is that the other reason to do comedy? Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. start getting laid till I did comedy. So, for so sure. is comedy the new rock star? I, I like to hope so because I can't yeah. play a fucking instrument. Okay. So I, I kind of sometimes think that that's what gets people into comedy. That some of that. I think that there Men. definitely is because you're commanding a room. You're talking on stage, and yeah. they get a sort of a gauge of where you're at and where you're coming from. So it kind of brings the guard down, especially for a woman. I don't. Well, I think it puts might put the guard up for a man. Like if you're watching a woman, not for me personally. I enjoy that kind of thing, but a lot of women say guys don't hit on them after shows or something like that. It does not have the same effect on men. Uh-uh, yeah. But that's that's interesting because, yeah, when you're holding court, essentially, and you're getting laughs and you're getting all the attention of the room, it's like an aphrodisiac almost. You know, I'm just curious. Is there a female comedian you really like? I think Nikki Glazer's great. Uh, yeah. Can we please get, uh, you know, have I not mentioned we should get her? Oh, yeah, we're going yeah, to. OK, good. Yeah. All these right. are things that are right. happening. It's just. That. All right. Great. Yeah. She will. is. She is beyond. She's oh, she's so the funny. best. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So. All right, let's uh, let's get to some clips because um, these clips actually have relevance to you. My understanding is, did you pick these clips or did not the... these clips? No, yeah. but the uh, some of the emails I, I guess right. have my right. my problem in, in they, mind. They have your the mark of Josh. Yes. Uh, let's talk about crystal meth and what it might be able to do for you. And I believe mm. I believe I was exposed to this cool dude at the. Uh, your mom's house last year mom's house i was yes on. this is an, your mom's house favorite a favorite oh my god is it the four strokes dude uh dr drew if you could let us know if this guy uh you know has good ideas for josh all right i'm in if you've had any kind of erectile disorder problems i'm here to tell you forget about viagra forget about salads forget about dick and plants and all that stuff so i don't know if you believe me or not but if you like to see me smoke some meth with a small limp dick 
it doesn't get hard any other way. And watch it get harder and harder. The more I smoke, the harder my dick gets. It's unbelievable. So is that a known side effect of meth, Dr. J? Uh, yeah, it's called priapism. Oh. Usually that hurts. You're just a painful erection usually. Mm. But then this guy's able to ejaculate more quickly too, right? Uh, th this guy loves it. Let's hear the rest. You're gay. You won't believe how good it feels. If you're straight, you won't believe how good it feels. Your dickhead becomes so sensitive that you don't need lube. You don't need spit. You just stroke that dickhead this up and down four times. Just, just barely do it. And you'll shoot an enormous amount of very thick, thick, hot, white cum. That's pretty interesting, huh? Well, mission accomplished. <laughs> What's with the what's with the viscosity of the cum? What is with that? I I, I mean, does probably it because meth change it? Because you're dehydrated. Because you're cracked out on meth. Is thick cum better than thin cum? For 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 four strokes, he definitely seems to prefer that. I, in terms of your health or your ability to impregnate somebody. Yeah, yeah. No, it has matter. no value at all. No value, and. Uh, you know, sort of the longer, I mean, between ejaculates, it gets a little more thick, but that's about it. Hmm. What about in terms of like a woman's uh, preference? Does she prefer a thick one or a thin load? Let's see, we need a woman around here. Um, oh, you I don't, don't okay, you haven't heard those. No, they've okay. not, they're not complaining because they're, they're sort of not happy with any of it. So um, really? I would imagine that the thin would probably They don't like it at all? Some of them really like it. I think some of them, some probably, like with everything, some probably do, but more than anything, they play along. Really? <laughs> they, so the, the girls who are like, I'm so hungry for cum, they don't, those are... There are those out there. Yeah. Okay. So what do they like? Do they like thick ones? I don't have to, have to uh, you'll have to put a... I'm just trying to have the best load possible. Dr. Drew After Dark Gmail where people are going to have to put their, give us their answers, right? So do I try meth? Uh, have you? Never. Why, not an what, upper guy. Oh, really? No, yeah. So you like opiates and what? Benzodiazepines? Yeah, I like those. So, I don't know what so those are, but they sound cool. No, benzos. I've valium, just, I just know those. Valium, are, valium, valium. Yeah, so valium. So it's pot, like it's pot, valium, opiates. Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones. Those are my jams. That's your jam. Yeah. Those are not likely to help your erectile function. Oh, all, all of those go the other way. That's why they call them downers. Such a trade-off. I, I need Andy Dick's slide whistle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have Andy Dick's slide whistle. Yeah, I guess I got to try some uppers then. Well, I don't know that you need to try anything, right? Okay. Haven't, haven't we gotten to the, I mean, yeah, I, right. I'm mostly, I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder if Four Strokes knows how famous he is. This guy? Yeah. I think oh, he's he too busy. He took this video down. He what? He took this video down. We're the only ones that I think have a copy of it now. No, but I understand he may have taken it down, but he's become famous because of your mom's house. Yeah. I think he's too busy doing meth and jerking off. To know anything that's going on right now. I think you know? you're probably right, but we don't know that. No, that's true. We don't know that. Uh, it's pretty bizarre to make this tape, uh, this this video, but... Um, he was getting the message out there. It's kind of a PSA. It is sort of a PSA. It's in that tone, you know? Well, you I know, mean, generally, these people that do these sexual PSAs, like the guy with the weird sleeve he was test driving for Oh, Butt Plug Terry, Terry, he is a guy that's providing a service, so he's doing reviews, almost like... A, Someone who's reviewing a, a Movies, new video game, video games, something like that. Yeah, I think uh, Four Strokes thinks he's doing the same thing. <laughs> I, I do. I think he's for giving, meth. Yeah, he's oh, reviewing okay. <laughs> the the, ben the the risk benefit analysis on uh, smoking meth. He does have a more to the message, by the way. Oh, please keep going. More come than I've ever did in my life. Okay. And I, I know I'm gay. I love to get blowjobs, and I tell you what, I cannot wait when I'm so fucked up and hot and horny on. Man, I, I let anybody suck and give me a blowjob. You don't have to be gay to like blowjobs. But he switches teams. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Like he said, anyone could give him a blowjob as long as he's on meth. Hmm. You That's know, some people do. Be, it's weird. Meth is such a weird drug. Some people do get hypersexual on it, and some people get completely shut down by it. Hmm. Uh, in, it's, I don't know what this is. I have no way to explain this, but... I've mostly seen the hypersexuality in, my, in gay patients. Wow. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I, I don't have an explanation for it, and, you know, I, I don't know what the deal is. And obviously, if you keep going with the meth, eventually it's going to work not well on you. Oh, for sure. It'll wear off like anything else. Yes. Is that why my friends who do cocaine, they, say, they talk about coke dick? Yeah. But then the couple of times I've done it and I had sex, it was awesome. Oh, see? You know, but I didn't finish, though. But it was still awesome. Because there was extra 
There was just two, a little extra... Tumescence? A little extra RPMs in my uh, engine, I guess. I don't know. Well, if you're doing downers all the time, how do you ever even think <laughs> about having sex? I guess that's true, yeah. You are a degenerate. I'm guessing that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get another uh, clip in here. This is uh, Christina and the Brown. Uh, something she, uh, you know, she loves sharing with the audience and her husband. <laughs> I'm not so sure he digs it so much, though. Uh, I think I think Tom is closer to you in yeah. terms of liking the sexually macabre. I think stuff. that's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, so this one, um, you know, Christina has a confession, and we'd like, uh, you know, your medical opinion. I like the way she's de already delighted. Oh, she's delighted. She's I'd super say. delighted and hasn't even said anything yet. <laughs> I'm really, this is something I have not revealed to you. I kept it from you today. I kept it from everybody. This is You're a, scaring this me. is an exclusive. It's, it's <laughs> this is a you'll notice that I haven't reached for the fart mic today. Hold on, stop. And Tom is actually scared. Yeah. He's really afraid what she he is not going anywhere near where her head is right now. You know it what is I mean? rare you see such fear in his eyes. Yes, he was like, You're scaring me, honey. What are you gonna tell me? And here it comes. It's because this morning in the kitchen, I was making myself a smoothie, and <laughs> and I farted, and then a little wet came, <laughs> and and I wasn't wearing any underwear under my oh. pajamas. Oh! <laughs> what is that? What's that's that noise? Uh, that's chips uh, in a bowl. Chips sound. in a bowl. That means when uh, when really big news gets dropped on the podcast, <laughs> we do chips in a bowl instead of like an air horn. Well, I need chips in a bowl too right now. <laughs> uh, well, keep going. I want to see Tom's reaction. Oh, I mean, you're looking at it. No, no. I want to hear it. Oh, this is all we got right now. Oh. <laughs> he wasn't what? happy. I remember the day. Yeah. That was pretty much, I mean, he just wanted to was move on from it. See, he doesn't like the brown humor. And Christina's so delighted. And I'm kind of delighted, too. Yeah, that she shit on the floor of her home. <laughs> Isn't that something in L.A. that we need to be worried about? You talk no. about that a lot, Oh, yeah, you? there is a little... She has little nor she has public nor shits. Norovirus, yeah, it could be a problem. Yeah, right? But, oh, but the fact that she's so happy with it makes me happy. No, that's true. Yeah. It is nice to see joy on her face. Yes, and, and I, I know that the brown is something she enjoys. And, you know... If it takes her shitting on her floor once in a while to smile here and there, I, I'm, and, and was I'm all she, about it. Was she pregnant at that time, anybody? No, this was a few weeks ago. Yeah, this was very recently. Well, there still could be a little post-pregnancy something something here, you know what I mean? I mean, of it's not course. that many months after delivery. And I've not yet discussed with her, was that a traumatic delivery or not? Do we know whether she tore? This I do know. She did. did. We know that she had an episiotomy. Right. And, oh. did that, and did that, how deep did that episiotomy go? If it goes all the way into the anal sphincter, sometimes... Do we have the measurements? I do not have them with me, Josh. No. <laughs> and uh, now since the sharding incident, mm -hmm. has the fart mic been okay? Oh, we've used it okay. uh, plenty. They okay. Luckily, okay. Uh, both Tom and Christina wear underwear to the studio. Yeah, fortunately. Well, you Thankfully. don't worry so much about Tom, apparently. But Christina, no, no, you yeah. really have well, to Well, you never know. Worry. You know, could have a rough... Rough uh, after a flight, day after a flight, you know, a couple rough, yeah, yeah, rough pulls there of the old. Did uh, if, if you were dating somebody who uh, admitted this to you, would that be a deal breaker? Admitted or, or that would, they shat, or would this be something that to add to that intensity we were talking about? That you, uh, I'm not into shit. I'd be kind of like, all right, get your act together, but I'm not like throwing you to the wolves after that, you know. You're a little harsh though. Yeah, I'd probably be demanding. like, come on, we're adults, we don't need to shit on the ground, right? So. But I would let it slide a couple times. I'm like, if you were like, if you told me like, oh, I'm just so fucking hungover. I just, you know, last night was wild, right? I, I shat on the floor. Uh, I'd be kind of like, oh, okay, well, so, so let's just not have that happen again. Right. So, so, so to evidence of degeneracy you're into. I, you know, if I can kind of like, rel not relate, but sort of right, uh, come aboard with the right. reasoning, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I can see that happening. You know, I need you guys to play for Christina, what Tom said about being an adult and get your shit together. She needs to hear that from Josh. Oh, from me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, if you won't do it in person, then we'll just play this tape. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual healing. <clears throat> Listen to your podcast where Josh's below the belt issue is being discussed. Got me thinking. When I was experimenting in my early 20s, I was introduced to tantric sex by a much older man because this was the only way he could finish. From what he explained, tantric sex involved doing deep breathing and your partner, like yoga, with your partner while you're inside them. Ideally, you want to be looking into the partner's eyes and barely thrusting. Something along the lines of edging, 
but your partner, but with your partner instead of alone. Now that I'm older and have been with my partner for a number of years, I, oh boy, it has been a technique that has helped to keep our marital love still exciting and alive. Do you ever think about sexual healing through tantric sex? Have you ever tried it? Well, I am on, I'm all about edging. That's how I play my games, really. So, <laughs> so describe your uh, version of edging. Getting to the edge and coming back? Yeah, kind of being like, well, we're not, it's, we got more, we can explore yeah, I get here, it. you know? No, I get it, because all, all the women aren't necessarily as into that as you would imagine. Right. Most of them are sort of like, uh, Josh, let's get going here. Do you know what? I think it comes from a couple of things. I want to, obviously, I'm a pleaser. Yeah. And also, I don't know when it's going to happen again, so I want to make it really count. So, so the sex. Yeah. So, so not when I'm in a long-term thing. Isn't really, it weird but. that women won't tell us that uh, they're like doing the their laundry? And oh their head no, and I've what. learned through this whole thing like women like it quick. It, it, they 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 start to feel like they're not attractive if it if it goes too long, and they're they're interested sometimes. What's even weirder is that they're sometimes interested in going for a while and sometimes not, and yeah. they don't, and they don't seem to be able to know which version of them is with you and don't seem to be able to communicate that with you to you, even if they did know. Right. Like we are like, we're supposed we, to magically know this. We grew up. Um, at least I did. Cause I guess I'm a eighties born nineties child growing up, watching old movies and things like that, where it's all like, don't finish quick. The ladies right. don't like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then now we have to teach men that there is a fine mark on the spectrum and we don't know where that is and every woman is different and, you and have every to find night that is peak and every night can be different with the same oh woman. my god so it's fruit it's futile let's yeah. just have our sex and nut you're screwed yeah so yeah so generally speaking we should not worry about it at all then uh, it, it's funny uh, you have to kind you have to pay attention to your partner but hey i know i know it's a lot i'm just ask. kidding no, i know that's josh fine. it's a lot but but uh, but generally speaking, they want you to get down to business, yeah, and do your thing. Yeah, I I love well because through this I've learned that consequence, and through like long sessions that girls are like I'm not pretty enough and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so I've just gotten good at like going down on girls, and then they get their thing, and then I'm fine, and I just move on. Here is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. was I wasn't wanting... like just throwing that out there to be like a thing. I'm just I, saying I, hear you. I had to. It's like all, a utility. Thing. It's all good. Was wondering if you could weigh in on a strange phenomenon similar to what's happening with Josh Potter. Mm. I'm a 19 year old in college, live with two guys. We were all on the wrestling team. My friend doesn't seem to take any interest in girls, has a problem with ejaculate, with orgasming. Guys my age have a problem with uh, reaching orgasm all the time and not being able to stop. He has, a, uh, he jacks off only three, two to three times a month. He also has been with a fair number of girls but does not finish. This is a Josh thing a little bit. Mm. Uh, he has a girl from his home state visit him. He then had sex with her 30 times in one week, but only ejaculated once. He said he can only ejaculate if he's heavily emotionally invested in a girl. Old-fashioned guy. Also, when asked if he prefers girls... <laughs> who is this guy, Brendan? Jesus Christ. Do, I, do you prefer their asses or their tits? He said he didn't know. <laughs> can Aww, you imagine this that? Guy's like, this guy's a kid, basically. Can this you imagine? Like a college kid. He, can you imagine him not knowing whether he likes one more than the other? That's so, what it says? It yes, does say that, doesn't yes. it? Yeah, it does. So my roommate and I found an online quiz to see which he preferred. <laughs> Instead of ass or tits, he got personality. What's the problem with him? He has rage problems and sleep issues. Maybe we should link him up with Josh for a marathon. Brandon. I think, I think this I, is more of an indictment of Brandon. Absolutely. He says uh, he loves the podcast. Haven't missed a YMH production since episode 300. Well, he's now a genius. <laughs> uh, but 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 be that as it may um look I, i'd have to talk to this guy i mean you, you're you are the one thing that people make a mistake in doing is because they have a very intense biology and feelings about this themselves they superimpose it on everybody of course you're right and so this guy is different than than his buddies yeah, he's evolved i think you can safely <laughs> say that right yeah i mean he's 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 a, let's put it this way uh, he's a better version of the male. Yeah. Yeah. I, and not that there's anything wrong with males that are overcome their, by their biology. This is just better. This yeah. is just better. And it's uh, less hassle for him. I bet he has tons of hobbies. And the, <laughs> and the, and the, the worst thing is, though, that the only thing that's going to be a problem for him is that he, it's not clear he has normal sexual desire. When it, whenever males are sort of having any, any sort of 
less than normal sexual desire, I always get them biological. But how much of that is is painted in the glow of, of these that guys, these other guys? Yes, that's right. So we're gonna we're gonna. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention about the tantric sex thing, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. Can't really do that intense eye to eye thing because I have the gross eyes, and I feel like it's really bad for a woman. No woman wants to do that, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? What if you put a patch on the one eye? A patch. I guess like some girls could definitely be, They'd into, be the patch. into it. That's a good idea. Patch and for know, sex. Doctor Drew, that is genius. You are. They know a you're sex a sex patch. Oh, they Jesus. know you're a degenerate. And yeah. This is make you make you look more like a pirate. Oh my god, a sex patch is genius, Doctor Drew. You just opened the world. You don't up wear to your me. glasses. Maybe this is this is gonna happen. You now. don't wear your glasses during sex, right? No, I try to actually no, because no, I want to observe the woman. No, 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 you no. Know? You should not. Then you could pretend to be looking in her eyes, and you don't get distracted by that because mm. you can't really see that's a good and, and then you're going to wear a patch on the other eyes so you look really degenerate fuck and then light your beard on fire yeah that, that's i think that's the final step god uh i'm I, like that guy in game of thrones who like drives the ships yeah yeah blackbeard yeah uh i've just listened to tom's memory about <laughs> masturbation how his dad simply told him to not watch as do i not know how to read or people don't know how to write how his dad simply told him to not wash as much down there. Oh, okay. So Tom told a story about when he was uh, young. Young, he was learning how to masturbate on his own, and he expressed to his father this, like, "I did this thing." Oh yeah. And he his told father me this. told yeah, him in told the shower. This. Yes. Yes. And he said, Don't "So wash that's what so she's talking Got about." It. I I have a 13 year old boy who's on the spectrum, diagnosed with PDD. PDD. I have to look up. Uh, he has a little OCD off on all social things. Must be must be on spectrum or something. Super sweet and sensitive. He feels guilt deeply. The other night he came to my room, asked if he could share something just between us, in quotes. He began to cry and said he has an addiction problem, something he had trouble with for years. According to him, he couldn't find the words, so I asked if it was he spent too much time on the phone. It's worse. And then I asked him if he thought his problem was masturbation. They talk about this in the fifth grade masturbation program at school. The masturbation. There's program. a masturbation program a sex in education school? program. Oh, okay. Uh, I then asked if pornography was. <laughs> I was going to say, get the janitor on the line and find out what's going on down at that school. And he said, I look at sexy girls. He's also said that this problem he thinks has mostly occurs at night. I wonder where he got the guilt complex. There are many things to consider here. Anyway, I didn't ask him about what he was looking at, which he should have because it may be a porn problem. I only emphasize that it's normal to be curious and it's normal to get relief from masturbation. I, I suggested he do it in the shower. Thanks, Mom. Uh, I assume he already does because he takes very long showers. <laughs> uh, it eases my anxiety somewhat, but I still feel the conversation needs more. She's right. Uh, I need help as how to approach what he might be viewing. That is the issue. Not a fan of porn myself. I still don't think it's all that bad, but I need to help navigate with him what is healthy and what isn't. Um, okay. Is he in, he's 13. So he's definitely looking at porn. Uh, I think all kids must be at this point. Yes, now, the right? average age of it, first exposure is age eight. Jesus. Now, uh, I, I, this is really a difficult question, and I don't know that we have real hard sort of clinical science to tell you what to do, except that the the screen, the phone, we will look at one day like tobacco. I think. Oh yeah. With kids, and you wouldn't say, hey, here, you can smoke a little bit. Pervasive developmental disorder not otherwise specified. That's PDD. So, I mean, he has some sort of developmental issues yet to be fully diagnosed, but it's sort of probably on the autistic spectrum. <coughs> That's her PDD. Uh, I'm not a psychiatrist, mind you. I'm an internist. I've worked in a psychiatric hospital for a long time. Uh, Me too, dude. I know. I know. I saw you there. Uh I'm struggling with this because one part of me wants to say, get the phones out of there. Don't let them have access to screens. Right. On the other, a 13-year-old looking at images is sort of normal, but you should know what kind of images and how long he's looking at them. Maybe he's losing control of it. You know, I think that I think the maybe the best way to navigate this is to sort of discuss what the images were and what he's doing and how long he's doing it, and then help him limit it, limit the amount of time and limit the amount of access to screens, which is a good idea generally. What approach is best to even conduct a conversation about masturbation with like your kid? Like, is it better to be the person that confronts him and be like, hey, confronts just him. notice. Hey, dude, I know you're masturbating. Not confronts. I guess, a, you know, uh, brings up the issue, breaches the subject, I guess. Or is it just a good to be a mother who's like a soldier and just throws those crusty underwears into the thing and just is like, well, my kid's jacking off. He gives a shit. You know Being I mean? a good soldier is important. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it's the other thing is to be a... Uh, a 
resource that you feel comfortable accessing. If you go at kids with too much stuff, it freaks them out. So if they come yeah. to you, that's when you're breaching the subject. And, and they will come to you with stuff. And the key is when they do come with whatever it is to go, this is no problem. I want you to come with everything. It's just keep asking. I'll, and when, if I start telling you too much, let me know. You, and mm-hmm. always at the end of whatever explanation you're getting into, go, does that answer your question? Is that enough? Do you have any follow-on questions? They'll let you know. You so what do you, what do you say zone. to a kid who's like, I'm just jerking off. I think it's great. I love it. And it's changing. Good. Keep going. All right, cool. Keep going. But does, are you are you feeling losing control? Are you watching too much porn, or is it you know is it you interesting? Feel, okay. Feel you're getting compulsive around this, and these days there's a lot of that. And I I would here's what I would encourage more than anything else in adolescence is dating, because they are losing the eye of the tiger. They're spending their time with pornography and oh. screens, and they're not dating. And so they're not getting the developmental sort of. They're not getting experience. that swag when they nut. Not no. They're getting the, oh my they God. got no swag when they nut. They just nut and it's just like, oh, they, I feel they, bad about it. They don't have the developmental experiences of dating and forming relationships and yeah. breaking relationships, this kind of stuff. They got no swag. Here we go. I'm emailing you to see what advice you may have for a guy who is 29 from the South who was with the same woman since 2009 until she divorced me in 2018. Uh, what advice do you have to a 29 year old trying to date again, especially with the apps and everything else in the market? I kind of miss the days of mall, civic center places you go to meet your queen hmm. that's weird weird yeah it is weird <laughs> i don't know if i'm obsessed with the last name thing or what but i'm destroyed every night that i have anyone to provide for and pro i'm people write in the strangest way i'm destroyed every night that i, that I have anyone to provide for and protect Do you must mean that? uh the opposite meaning I'm like obsessed he, with the last name thing. he just means he i I, want, I wish he i had someone to wives. protect yeah, someone he wants yeah. wives. Mm-hmm. uh dude Really, you need advice on that? It's like, here's your advice, chill. Yeah, exactly. It feels like you're, you're thinking too hard on this. Um, it is hard to date. I understand that. You're 29. You're not 59, so it's not that hard at 29. Um, I do think those apps suck, by the way. I tend genuinely agree with you. I deleted all mine. I don't fuck uh, with those uh, anymore. Although they are a way of dealing with the marketplace. It's just not a very good way of dealing with it. Get out there. You can do, still do go things. to those places, he said. The malls, the civics. Go to those. Yeah, there's girls out but there But you're going to meet 16-year-olds. <laughs> That's the problem. Oh, maybe so, he's 16. No. So he's 29. And, <laughs> okay, and so, my bad. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, do you go to the mall? I never go to the... I don't go outside. I don't want to know. La, 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 la. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, getting into activities or, you know, sort of hobbies. Go, sure. go around people. Being, get, getting The key is, I think, people miss is you have to get out in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, What's a good hobby to get into for I, I, meeting chicks? I, I, I mean, theater or, or dance. You or don't want to meet a theater girl. I'm Dr. just saying. Bad advice. I'm just saying. Comedy, you know, improv. How about that? No, Dr. Drew, you are, these are bad ones. This I, is bad advice. I, Don't I'm meet just, them at an improv troupe, please. I, 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 but maybe you could, they have friends. The improv You're going to get a whole bunch of different emails if you have them go meet improv chicks. Jesus. Well, they have, the improv girls have friends. That's all I'm saying. All right, let's get some voice messages. What do you got here? He's all for Josh. Hey, Dr. Drew. So I have a little sex dilemma on my hands, and I was wondering if you could help me out with it. I've been shooting mess for about the past year and a half. And I recently went to treatment about 34 days ago. And during the 30 days that I was in treatment, I had sex with a girl that would most definitely make the cool girls club. And the stimulation for me was far from 100%. And I was just wondering, Dr. Drew, is this going to get better for me or uh, should I just kill myself? Uh, This is a mess. (laughs) You... you... You were told explicitly in treatment not to have any new relationships for a year. Is sex uh, a relationship? Sex in a in good point, but sex in treatment is grounds for discharge. So Fuck. you are, you are considered a treatment failure at this point. Uh, the fact that you're preoccupied with relationships and not preoccupied with your meth addiction is anathema. It's a problem. This is a bad situation. Start going to meetings, get yourself a sponsor, throw yourself on the mercy of, of the process. Do not think about sex right now. And usually for at least the first year after coming off meth, your sex drive goes to the toilet. It's the opposite of me. Y- how's that? Because I'm the opiate. Oh, you're the, the opiate guy. Goes, so it'd probably go... With with the stimulants? No, no, just like, I, I guess, well, I'm not like on anything currently, so I guess maybe I've been off them for a year, but... Oh, I see. No, they screwed you up. They made you blunt. Forever? No, no. Oh. Well, sometimes with the opiates. I don't know how much you've done, but they can make you need more novelty and intensity. 
Right, so I have to go on the. I have to rise where he has to. He's having the come down. He he's having the come down, and he needs to just not think about anything right now except his meth addiction. Mm, okay, that, that's this is not a good situation. That should have level out though. He's been shooting meth. He said for a long time. This this is a serious business. Oh, okay. Uh, and his sex drive will return, but it takes a while. It takes mm. a while. But thank God, usually it goes away. And you know, he's still choosing to have sex with somebody in treatment. It's the worst possible thing. All right, let's get another another voice message here. Hey, Dr. Drew, uh, just calling in to get some advice. Uh, I've been with, I'd say, an average amount of people, and um, the problem seems to persist across the board. And I was wondering if you could give me some advice on the issue is I'm having sex with a partner. Um, it seems as though um, I come incredibly quickly, and I didn't know if that was something that was a uh, was a normal thing. I, I know uh, come or Josh uh, can't seem to get it to pop off, but for me it seems like a the cork and pops itself ever really, really quickly. So I just didn't know if something that maybe uh, I can get some advice on. Keep it high and tight. The anti-Josh. The opposite problem. Yeah. Which we learned just a couple of moments ago is the remedy. I mean, that's well, like the solution. But uh, the guy, but some guys are really quick. And uh, Yeah, like in that, did you see that show You? Yeah. That guy like comes it. in like eight seconds in that one scene. I'm like, come on, dude. No yeah. way. No one. You didn't even get your oh, dick Some in guys there. do. Some guys will do Really? That. Before yeah, the dick's even really guys. in there? They, some of literally before. That happens. Fuck. Yeah, what yeah. a dream. I'm sorry, but they, they don't feel that way about it. I bet. And, but... and sometimes the, the women tend to react to that too quick to the way they react to the too long. Like it's one's frustrating right. and one's I don't look good. Um, like it's like the whole Porky's thing. Like, don't come too quick, bro. You gotta make sure you get your jerks in or something. But this is the more common thing than not. Mm. Uh, there's a couple things you can do. Uh, remove one or more bullets from the chamber before you go into battle. Yeah, you have the best issue. It's like, oh, jerk off more. Right before oh, you go in. What a what a plague uh, you would live. There are numbing creams and things that actually work. Wearing a condom sometimes people get less uh, less sort of uh, be safer in your sex. But oh. You, but, you are a degenerate. God damn it. Uh, uh, any, anything healthy, you would just have nothing to do no, with. No, those are all good things I'm saying. Yeah, I know. So That's his, why you're his, making fun of them. No, because I don't get to do those. Because for me, it's like I can't take a layer of my skin off to be more sensitive. Right, and right. I can't, uh, you know... It's like jerk off less. Oh, because that's cool. I want to do that. You know what I mean? This guy gets to jerk off more. Yes, I get it. I, and uh, but they, and even then, sometimes then they get to the point where they can't ejaculate. It can be a tough navigation. But uh, more often than not, like with many of these sexual dysfunctions, so-called, it's about working with the partner. So if you can get a stable partner going, you guys can kind of you know maybe go for a second round or whatever it Boom. might be. Yeah, there's different things to to be done. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, just get your get, get the next one going. Like we'll, then you could just go down on her for like a yeah. half hour or something while yeah. you're reloading. That's exactly right. Boom! Yeah, uh, just have more sex. He dude. said an average amount of people has been. Over. What, what would that be? I don't know what that is anymore. I don't know how old he is, but I would say if you're 25 years old, 15. Yeah, it sounds about right. Is that about average these days? I think so. I was below average because I remember asking my friend when he told me his number like that, and I was like. What? And he goes, that's like normal, dude. What, was, was, like, what okay. was his number? Like 17 or something okay. like that. And uh, you had to show him. I had to show him what? You had to blow out his number. No, I blow was just depressed that my number was so much lower than his mm -hmm. at that age, you know? You're okay now, right? I'm all right. Yeah, I'm pretty. I guess. I think. I think. Uh, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm happy with my numbers in the 10 years that I've been having sex, which is yeah. I lost my virginity late, I guess, by average standards. What age? 22. Yeah. Yeah. Was that was that end up being a good thing for you? I think so. I had a, a girlfriend in high school where she was like not having sex till she got married, but we were like the sixty nine king and queen. Oh so, yeah, yeah. I like the way they 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 sort of have those sort of exceptions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like God does not want me to have sex, but we'll do everything else, including hell anything. yeah. But no vaginal sex, because that's the baby Jesus would cry over that. Yeah, yeah. It's so we had, that, we had that for a while. I had that until, and then I just aged to the point where like 22 is when I lost it. Was that in a relationship or? It was in a, a small, short relationship. Yeah. Okay. Well, Josh, it has been a privilege and a pleasure. And I'm glad to know that I've been helpful by suggesting you wear a pirate outfit. When you yeah, that's now. totally going to yeah. A, it's, get it, me more laid. It and is. B, maybe it's going to make I, the sex so much more fun. Maybe the eye patch just ought to be your thing. No, just, I thought about that. And it's like, because I... I thought about the eye patch and it's just, it makes going to Starbucks a thing. You know what I mean? Like you can't just go to the store with an eye patch, you know? You could. I think no. you could pull it off. Here, I maybe do. in LA, 
I guess you're right, but yeah. like you have to know, I'm not from here. Like, where are you from? Show, but I'm from Buffalo, New York. Oh, that's right. You can't walk around a normal place, uh, you know, with an eye patch without getting some look children at least pointing and be like, "Mommy, what's wrong with that boy?" You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah, so, I don't know. I just think this might be a. a th- you gotta give it a shot. You know, it'll become one of those like, I have to answer about the eye patch every. Like, someone will be like, "Oh, an eye patch, huh?" Don't you think people will like talk to me out of turn? Like, I don't want to hear from on the subway or do, something. Do you not like people? Not really. They might, but yeah, I, I just, don't want that. I just got a feeling. That I want to just blend in. I, I know I want, that's impossible. I, I want to know that I've moved your life forward. I'm, 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 no, I totally, I'm going to implicate it in sex and maybe when I like go out on the town or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not like every day. Yeah. Use. You know, I'm and, not going and one to day the... I want to see, you know, like a tuxedo with the eye patch. Oh, like that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like a Bond villain. Or yeah. Some that's, shit. that's, that's you. That's I'd a... look like I, when I wear a tuxedo though, I look like I belong on Jeff Dunham's lap. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't really fuck with I tuxedos. Could, I could see that. But with that yeah. eye patch, it might change everything. Fuck yeah. I don't know. I think I, the, the, um, the skull cap. Well, no, not with the eye patch. Oh, who knows? Maybe I can like pull it off. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, how has your experience been on your mom's house? It's been fantastic yeah. so far. I love it. So far? Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I get, I, I'm having so much fun. I'm scared it's going to end. <laughs> oh. Tom and Christina haven't offended you or never. Upset you. They can't offend me. There's no, I'm scared I'm going to offend them. <laughs> well, that was, that was the next question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally I, a tight rope to walk for sure. But I don't think they're going to get offended. Right. It'd be hard to offend them. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'd have to really. Christina just shut the floor of her kitchen. I know. It's what do you heinous, do to right? offend her? <laughs> All right, we'll wrap this thing up. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at J underscore Potter, and I put all my shows up there, and uh, you can find them on there, and uh, at in- on Instagram at Josh underscore Potter. And uh, again, I'll remind everybody, send us your emails at drafterdark at gmail.com and the voicemails at 818-253-1693. And uh, at the email, give us some suggestions, things you want us to do for the show, people you'd like to see interviewed. We'll... we'll Be responsive to y'all. That's why we're here. So we appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.